every day on the big show. What? Gordon and what? Jake want to keep you up to date on all the action, all the newsmakers, and all the big opinions on the Zone Sports Network. This is What's Going On. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. Time for What's Going On. Big show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Gordo, you want to hear the whole press conference? Should we hear the whole thing? Sure, let's do it. All right, this is a Zoom press conference from earlier today. Uh, you'll hear the voices of Mark Harlan. Uh, athletic director at Utah, Kyle Whittingham, of course, head coach, and Morgan Scally himself, still defensive coordinator at uh, at the University of Utah. Also, there was a, a pretty, I mean, this is this is weird to talk about because this is such a serious press conference, but there was really a hilarious PK moment in the middle of the press conference. Actually, two hilarious PK moments in the middle of the press conference, which we will play at 5.30. Uh, is that? Do you, are we feeling okay about playing those moments at five thirty? Yes. Okay. I I think we're fine, but this is pretty serious subject. <laughs> if it matter. were if it were any other press conference, we'd play it at nauseum. Oh yeah, over and over. Again. So twice in one show, I think that's appropriate. Deal. All right. So uh, we'll play this in its uh, almost entirety if time allows, and then uh, we'll play PK's specific part at five thirty. And that, by the way, is not to be missed. Did you? Uh, well, it's appointment well, I radio, to, isn't it? I don't want to ruin it. I don't want to. It is appointment right. radio. Got to listen to that. All right, here's the press conference from earlier today. Okay, let's get started here. Thank you for joining us for today's teleconference. This is Paul Kirk with Utah Athletics. I first want to go over a few procedures with you. All of your lines are muted, and we ask that you keep the sound uh, muted for as clear audio as possible. If you'd like to ask a question and you've not yet emailed me, please do so, and I will call on you when your turn comes in the order. You may unmute yourself at that time by pressing star six on your phone. On the call today, we have Director of Athletics Mark Harlan, Head Football Coach Kyle Whittingham, and Defensive Coordinator Morgan Scally. And at this time, I'd like to turn it over to Mark for some initial comments. Thank you, Paul. I uh, appreciate that. Thanks to members of the media who have joined us this afternoon. I uh, appreciate you taking the time. Um, also want to uh, thank Coach Whittingham for being here and Coach Scally as well. Uh, just want to say a few things. Uh, you know, obviously three weeks ago uh, we were presented with a very serious um, allegation about Coach Scally's use of a racist word uh, three weeks ago actually to the day. That began a series of events where we hired a private investigative firm to come in and really look into the matter. Uh, we sent out the investigative report. You should all have that. We also sent that investigative report to all constituents of University of Utah Athletics. Transparency has is, is always been very important to this department and will continue to, to be so. Uh, I'll be happy to answer questions later on about anything in that report. I just want to say a special uh, thank you to all of the participants in this inquiry. Uh, we had over 35 current players and former players participate along with staff, current staff and former staff. 
Uh, Their words, their participation meant a great deal to this department, and we're forever grateful uh, for them being a a part of this. So uh, I want to make sure I really acknowledge them first and foremost, and particularly our current uh, men of our football team uh, who have been unbelievable during this process, patient, and extremely helpful to both myself and I'm sure to Coach Whittingham uh, as we've navigated this. So I'll go ahead and turn it over to Coach Whittingham. Yeah, just to echo what uh, what Mark said, uh, a big thank you to, to Mark himself, the university leadership, our team, for uh, helping navigate through the through the inquiry. Uh, did take longer than expected, but uh, obviously much more important that we get it done the right way than, than worrying about a timeline. Uh, I thought the process was very thorough in its scope, was educational in a lot of ways, uh, and really, uh, you know, the bottom line is I'm elated that Coach Scali is back with us. And now it's time to move forward as a program, continue our preparation for the season, and uh, get ready to go. So I'll turn it over to Morgan. I, I too want to start out by thanking uh, Athletic Director Mark Harlan, Coach Witt, appreciate and love you, and uh, grateful for the university leadership for allowing me the opportunity to address you uh, all today. My message is simple, but is sincere. Uh, And that is that I am extremely sorry. First and foremost, let me be clear, I am against racism of any kind and am determined to take an active role at the university and in my community in being part of the solution and change. I want to apologize to the young men I have coached and am coaching currently I had the opportunity to address the full team yesterday morning, and I expressed to them the complete embarrassment I feel for having hurt them and my fellow colleagues in any way. I've reached out to many of my former teammates, players, uh, to offer my apologies, but uh, have not had the opportunity of connecting with all of them. So gentlemen, if you're listening, I apologize. Excuse me. I apologize. I'm particularly mindful of the young men of color whom I have had the blessing of coaching. I understand that my insensitivity and extreme lack of judgment have caused some, if not all of you, to lose trust and faith in me. I sincerely hope that you will give me the opportunity to gain that trust back. I also wish to apologize to the university students and faculty to the athletic department, and to those who have worked so hard to create the kind of safe, diverse culture that makes our athletic department family so special. Finally, I want to apologize to the University of Utah fan base, to my family and friends, and to anyone who's been hurt or offended by my insensitive actions. I'm grateful for the former and current players, coaches, University of Utah employees, 
and everyone who took part in this investigation. I acknowledge and respect the courage of our players, both past and present, who spoke honestly about their experiences. I also want to thank those who have reached out in support the last few weeks. It's meant the world to me. This has been a very fair and professional process, and I am in complete support of the steps the university took to complete this investigation. Again, I want to apologize. I've taught my players never to make excuses or point the finger when owning their actions, and I'm adhering to that same advice. I own up to my past conduct and accept fully the consequences of that conduct. I'm committed to learning from this and becoming a better person, father, husband, mentor, and coach. Thank you. Thank you, Morgan. We begin the Q&A portion now. We're going to start with Chris Camrani of The Athletic. Please uh, unmute yourself with star six, Chris. And if each of you would also say who you're directing your question to, proceed now with uh, Chris Camrani's question first. Morgan, what have you been able to do in terms of looking within yourself and correcting some things that you feel need to be corrected after this investigation takes place? Most notably, you know, some, some former players have said that, you know, you, you've gone to some length to uh, make them feel uncomfortable at times, but, you know, that, you know, they said that you didn't think they meant you did it on purpose. But I'm just wondering, how do you plan to fix um, some of this stuff going forward? Well, uh, I appreciate the question. You know, I, there's been a lot of education throughout this process. I've spent a lot of time learning and growing and listening, and, and, and that's going to be the key for me from here on out. Uh, this has been a – this investigation has been on my entire career, and there have been times in the past where I, uh, you know, have received feedback from players about that type of insensitivity, and I have learned and grown from that and will continue to learn and grow from that. And I appreciate uh, their feedback. Uh, I've always respected and, and honored the feedback, and, and I appreciate it. And again, I apologize. Okay, our next question will come from Josh Newman. Please press star six, unmute yourself, and say who you're addressing the question to. Hi, Mark. Can you hear me? Yes, Josh. Um, when it got to the point that um, the investigation was complete and you guys had to make a decision one way or the other, um, how, how much did you try to involve, you know, the various type of leaders on campus, including the president or the board of trustees, whatever that may be? Who, who, who ultimately came to this decision? Well, I think all along in the process, uh, it, it was a collaborative uh, work. It starts with Coach Witt and I. You know, at the end of the day, it's his football program, and, and for so many years here, he's led it in such a professional way, uh, particularly off the field and every metrics one could, could look for. So it, it was he and I being tethered throughout, also saying that as the investigation uh, 
went on its way, we stayed back from it because we would eventually be presented with the results. Um, if you're asking about the decision uh, of that, that, is, that came down to Coach Whittingham and ourselves. I oversee football. He's got football, and it's up to the two of us uh, to make that determination. Okay, our next question will come from Dirk Facer with the Deseret News. Go ahead and unmute yourself, Dirk. Star six to unmute yourself, Dirk. How about now? Got it. Got it. Okay. Hey, Morgan, I just wanted to ask you, um, you're a passionate, emotional guy in that. Has this been the longest three weeks of your life? Well, really, how I feel doesn't matter much compared to the hurt I've caused others. And I appreciate the question, Dirk. I do. But uh, my focus has been on repairing, you know, damages that I've made to relationships of whether it be teammates, former players, current players, anyone in the community. That's that's been my focus. And Kyle, just the same question for you. This is obviously you know Morgan for a long time. How tough have these this last three weeks been for you? I'm sure it's been very tough. I mean, uh, as you mentioned, he's a passionate, conscientious. Uh, person and uh, you know he's got a, a a burning desire to be a you know to be the best coach that he can possibly be and and uh, you know there's definitely a time for him to reflect and learn and and uh, you know it, it was it was not easy now you know there's not a lot of communication obviously you know you keep it arm's length and and uh, make sure the process played itself out but but uh, yeah to say it was a difficult three weeks I'm, I'm saying that's very accurate. Thanks, guys. Okay, our next question will come from Patrick Kinahan, 1280 The Zone. Go ahead, PK. Star six might be too much for PK to handle. Patrick, if you here at star six, unmute. Go ahead and ask your question. Welcome back. Let's go, Josh Furlong, KSL. Go ahead and unmute yourself, star six, Josh Furlong. Hey, Mark, um, you had talked about in the, the letter that was sent that, uh, that Morgan was, was the coach in waiting for when Kyle Whittingham leaves. What, what steps need to be taken now for that ever to be a reality, or is that, is that kind of a, a situation that's, that's passed now? I think that, um, you know, obviously the future is, is what it will be. I, I know that um, obviously I had great belief and continue to, be, to have great belief in Coach Scully so much so that obviously we were public today about our understanding in the program. So I think that tells you enough of what I think about him as leadership, um, the way he, he can – the way he has in his career done so many things. You know, obviously going forward, uh, as he stated in his opening comments, there is a lot of work to be done by him.
him, and I have high expectations um, that he will uh, do that and, and do more and probably do stuff that we're not even seeing. So that's my expectations of him, and I, I imagine, not to speak for Coach Wood, he feels the same way. Um, I'm not going to speculate on, on the future, uh, any, anything beyond that, except that um, I believe the future and the things that uh, Coach Kelly can do, of which we've talked a lot about in the last couple of days, can all be accomplished. Okay, we'll come back. Patrick Kinahan, star six. You can go ahead and ask your question. Oh, I give up. Go ahead. I can hear right. you now. Oh, thank goodness, man. I couldn't live with it forever if I would, uh, couldn't do it. My question is for Mark. Mark, correct me if I'm wrong on the detail, but the, the text was intended for someone else, and I believe it was someone else on the staff. And I'm, I'm wondering, my point of my question is, the word that was in question obviously is offensive, but was there any investigation as far as other folks on the staff becoming comfortable with that word and using that word also? No, I, I would say there was no finding of anyone being comfortable with that word, um, and and nor would would that be tolerated. Um, and you know, I, I think that that obviously. Um, you know, it's so critical that we not only learn from all of this, but learn from everything that's going on in our society, that that, that word and, and any other kind of mistreatment is just not acceptable at the, at, at the University of Utah. And when we find it, we're, we're going, to, going to address it. PK, to your comment about another member of the staff, you know, I'm not going to get into other other folks that were involved in this, um, but I will, will say that, you know, anything that we found in there will be addressed appropriately. Thank you. Okay, Mike Sorensen, Deseret News. Go ahead. Uh, this is for Kyle Whittingham. Uh, Kyle, you know, you've had kind of a, uh, a great culture over the years with a family atmosphere and a diverse group of players. I was just wondering if it, in light of what's happened, if what you can do maybe, what, if you anticipate any changes going forward to improve the culture of your program. Well, we're always looking to improve, and I agree with you, though. I believe we have a very good culture, and uh, but there's always room for improvement. And uh, we've had several good team meetings uh, throughout this, through the, you know, these last three weeks, and, and uh, always looking for ways to get better. Our leadership committee is, is outstanding. Our leadership guys are, are uh, very tuned in and, and a smart group of guys. And, and so, uh, yeah, we're good, but, you know, good is the enemy of great. So we're, we're constantly striving to, to become better, and, and that will never stop. That's, uh, you know, that's a, a moving target that we'll, that we'll never uh, be satisfied with. Okay, Chris Camrani, The Athletic, go ahead. Kyle, can you give us a, a timeline of, of when you were first notified that this text message uh, existed? Was it was it the week that the suspension was levied upon Morgan, or was it earlier? No, it was it was the week uh, that it first came out. I think it came out uh, on a Monday. I can't remember. It was a couple of days later that, that it came to my okay. attention that it was out there. Yeah. Okay, next, Josh Newman, Salt Lake Tribune. Mark, um, 
Could you maybe explain some of the thought process behind um, backing the salary up to 525000 which Morgan was making um, a couple of years ago? This is a really serious matter. Morgan said it. Coaches said it. I've said it. This is a very significant matter. We are in charge of young people. Um, we're in charge of, of their development. And our behavior as leaders uh, always counts. And, you know, obviously the consequences that are here are, you know, significant. And, and because the matter is, is significant. I think the... The follow-up to that is, why is he here? And he's here because the the young men, um, you know, professed their, in some cases, love for him. And, you know, that was a critical part of, of my thinking and, and, and coach as well. Because a man is not judged solely by uh, moments in time. A man is judged by the body of his entire work. And does, again, not take away anything of the seriousness um, that we're talking about here. And believe me, I mean, I flat out angry when it, when it happened, um, not pleased with everything in the report at all, um, but also, uh, you know, lifted by uh, the qualities that were, were shown by uh, so many of our young men about what they like about, uh, about Morgan. So I think the, the consequences here uh, are, are more than appropriate. Um, and, um, you know that's 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 that came to my decision uh, in that regard as as Coach Whit and I talked through it. There's not a next request in the queue. Does uh, there are other questions that people have at this time? Hey guys, it's Heather Bennett uh, at ESPN. Okay, go ahead, Heather. Um, Morgan, I wanted to ask you what your reaction is on the flip side when you heard the consequences. Yeah, I mean, like I said in, in my statement, I own up to my past conduct and, and accept fully the consequences. This is not uh, one of those deals where I'm, I'm grateful for Mark and for Coach Witt in uh, allowing me this opportunity to show them that I can be better and uh, just the opportunity to be, to be back on the team and coach these young men um, is, is enough for me and I appreciate that. And just as a quick follow-up, if I may, um, you talked about meeting with the players. What was the overwhelming response by them? Did you meet with them one by one? I know you said you met with them as a group yesterday morning, I believe, but what was the feedback and, and just how, what's your comfort level right now facing them? It was it was a group Zoom meeting, and uh, I was able just to express again um, my apologies for the hurt that I've caused. And uh, obviously, in, in a Zoom setting, you're not able to to get the reactions of everyone. Uh, nor did nor did I anticipate that. Um, and again, whether they're uh, grateful that I'm back or whether they're hurt that I'm back, it's my job to repair any damage that I've done. And uh, and I look forward to that opportunity. Thank you. Our next question will come from Jeff Rainier with Fox 13. Go ahead, Jeff. Uh, yeah, hey, this is for Morgan. Uh, was there any thoughts when this happened of you moving on, or was this something you always wanted to cooperate with and, and I guess, fight to get back with the team, at, no matter what the cost? No, I, you know, 
Mark, when Mark called me and asked me about it, I was I was very upfront with him about what had happened. Uh, I don't ever try and hide from the truth. I love what I do. I'm very passionate about what I do, and it would have killed me to have had to walk away. And I never want to walk away. This is the place I love. These the the players. Excuse me. The players I love. <laughs> And again, I'm grateful for this opportunity to be back. Our next question will come from Josh Furlong of KSL. Yeah, this question is for uh, Kyle or Morgan, one of the two. Um, obviously, with this situation, I'm sure there's going to be some negative recruiting out there from other people. How do you, how do you guys um, use this as an opportunity to, to learn and, and kind of let recruits know, like, even coaches have to learn these things, but but how do you kind of stop maybe some of the, the, the things that are going to be said about this program, especially as, as Morgan is, is walking the sidelines and recruiting? Well, I'll handle that one. This is, this is Coach Whittingham. You know, recruiting in and of itself is a big challenge. It's competitive. Uh, you're constantly... Uh, you know, trying to dispel myths and things that are that are out there, and and uh, so forth, and sell your program. Uh, Morgan has proven to be an outstanding recruiter through the years, and in fact, uh, 51 of the 57 players that he signed to our program are are uh, minority players, and so uh, you know he's going to have to uh, work extra hard to get some of that trust back. But I have no doubt that that will happen in time. But uh, recruiting is, is, like I said, always a challenge and always something that, that is, uh, you know, it, it takes a lot of effort and, uh, you know, you got to do it every day. It's, it's something that is the lifeblood of our program. We all know that. And, uh, you know, I believe that Morgan will continue to be an outstanding recruiter. And, uh, you know, that's, that's just the short of that. Okay, next up, Josh Newman, Salt Lake Tribune. Kyle, is it is it good that at least there is some finality, some resolution um, in the in the couple of weeks here before summer access starts with coaches, before training camp, and maybe this won't be hanging over the program come come the season. Yes, I believe so, and, and uh, it's not an ideal time to go out and look for a defensive coordinator. But you know, if that would have been the case, we would have handled that. But but uh, the timing of it, although you know, there's never a good time for something like this. I think uh, to have it be able to uh, wrap up and be be able to be concluded at this point, uh, you know, we can continue on with our preparation and, and uh, you know just continue continue down that road. Okay, if there is a desire, we, we may have time for a couple more. Anybody else have a question before we wrap up here? Okay, really appreciate uh, everybody's participation. All right, there you go. That's the entire press conference. We wanted to play the whole thing. Uh, coming up next, Gordon, I've gotten some interesting reaction on Twitter. There are a couple of tweets uh, coming to me. Uh, that I want to address. I'm not sure if you've gotten some feedback as well, but uh, to our boy Kenny and our friend Alan, hang on, we're going to get to your tweets uh, coming up next. Uh, we've got Mike Conley. His complete press conference will be at 4. David Locke joining us at 5. It's the big show, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Ow! 
Basketball is back. The Zone Sports Network is keeping you up on all the latest news with the Utah Jazz in the NBA. This is a back-to-basketball update. Oh, he never looked at the net. Presented by Zions Bank. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and the Zone Sports Network. Big Show, or uh, it's your back-to-basketball update on The Big Show on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Let's start off with Mike Conley, who did have a press conference today. Here's him talking about staying in basketball shape. Um, I'm very comfortable. I was lucky enough to be in a situation where I had a lot of resources at my disposal during this period of time. So unlike a lot of other players, I, I was doing a lot two, three weeks after we shut the season down. So I've been in shape and been staying in, in the best shape as I can. Obviously, it's different than playing five-on-five five and being able to, to get up and down, but I think just load my body up the way I have is just going to give me better opportunity, better chance of, of getting through this and I prepare myself as best I can. I think that uh, the guys here in Salt Lake and the Jazz have prepared me as best they can. So uh, like I said, I'm really just excited for it. I think that you know a lot of good things can happen. Gordon, anybody who watched that horse competition knows the resources of at Mike's disposal there. Not bad. <laughs> I'll say, yeah. Speaking of resources, operating the uh, three-month completion of the NBA season at Walt Disney World Resort will cost the NBA a Monson-like $150 million. And that is your Back to Basketball update brought to you by our friends at Zions Bank. For a bank that understands your business, Zions Bank is for you. show gordon monson jake scott 97.5 and 1280 the zone we're going to be out at the warehouse coming up tomorrow join the big show 86 east university parkway right there in orem price is so low it will blow your mind got a lot of passionate response on this morgan scally thing gordon is as you would guess and uh, we do like to explore all angles on this show uh, we pride ourselves on that, in fact. Uh, allow me a sec to respond to Kenny, Gordon, and I, I'd be curious sure. to get your thoughts as well. And Kenny sent me a couple of tweets, and I appreciate it. I, I'm not one of those people who only reads tweets that agree with them because that's ridiculous. But Kenny says, uh, for you to say it was a stunt to retain donors, I disagree. If anything, the you couldn't afford another PR nightmare. You say you're happy for Morgan, but be honest, you are not happy he is still coaching. Are you happy for him or pissed that he is still coaching? And I actually wrote out a response, Gordon, but I thought, you know what, it'd be more productive maybe to bring the discussion on the air. So let me address what he had to say. I, I'm happy for Morgan personally. Uh, I know him, Gordon, so do you. I do not believe he is a racist. I do not believe he is a bad person. And I do believe he is a college, uh, good college fo- football coach. All right? Okay. Second part, uh, if you talk about the, uh, the intent of Utah, the, the university, the PR stunt, we can, I'll listen to your disagreement on that, but they've lost the benefit of the doubt, in my opinion, and I'll explain why with the third part of my answer, where he asks, says, uh, if anything, you couldn't afford another PR nightmare. The only thing I'm pissed about, Kenny, is the way that the you has handled those PR nightmares that, you're, that you mentioned right there. The way that they have handled these has been awful, awful. So why would I give them the benefit of the doubt when it comes to how they deal with this? And that's my suspicion into their intent. That's where it comes from. But that's the only thing I'm quote unquote pissed about is that they've screwed up a lot of important stuff 
and it's they've screwed it up badly. And I'm not talking about this per se. I'm talking about other stuff. But why would their behavior in handling that other stuff lead me to give them the benefit of the doubt that they're handling it correctly here? Hmm. Does that make sense? Am I am I yeah. answering his questions there? I'm not. I'm not pissed that Morgan still has a job. I'm happy. He still has a job. I'm happy he's putting food on his family's table. I know his family a little bit. They're great. He's not a bad person. He made a mistake. I believe in forgiveness. But here's where I'm going to clarify because Kenny tweets at me again. He says, if you made a mistake, say a DUI and you came to work and none of your listeners know about what you did, then seven years later it comes out because Matt is riding in the streets. Should you lose your job? The answer, to that, My answer to that, Kenny, is I, I don't know. I mean, that decision would would... I, I guess be made and I'd be at the mercy of whoever was making it. You're missing the point though, that it does not matter if we forgive Morgan or if we like Morgan or if uh, his players forgive him or if they don't this particular rule, whether it's fair or not, this particular word, if you use it, it attaches itself to you and hinders your ability to do the job. Yep. So that's all I'm that's all I'm talking about. My personal judgment, yours, Kenny, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. And when it comes to this particular issue, if you get caught using that particular word, unfortunately, all the mercy around us is not going to correct public opinion that will attach itself to him and to the University of Utah as long as he is there. Hard to argue with it. I understand where you're coming from completely. Too. And it, do I sound like I'm going at Kenny too hard? Because I'm really not. I, no, I'm, I'm I don't really think you not. Are. I'm really not trying to. I like I said. I appreciate the discussion. This stuff is important. It's got nothing. Well, I think what you, a big part of what you're saying here, Jake, is, and you're not rooting one way or the other here. He's I mean, a good I mean, coach. He's a good right. coach. He's he's a good guy. He's a good coach. And as far as but. But that's separate from the effect on the program moving forward, and and, and you know you heard in that uh, in that press conference, Kyle Whittingham said, uh, uh, "quote We have to dispel myths about the program already, you know, and and so now they have to they're going to have to dispel this because it is attached to them, as you just said. So that makes it more difficult, and that's something." in this day and age, to be keenly aware of. And it has nothing to do with whether we think it's fair or not. I mean, it, it really doesn't. It, it just is how it is, and we can, we can give you a bunch of examples. Uh, Hans gave me, and, and I hesitated to bring this up because I don't, know, I don't know all the details of it, but apparently there's a video of Mark Wahlberg using that word uh, a long time ago. Apparently he was arrested for it. Again, I'm just Hans was relaying this to me and his career still uh, still seems to thrive so maybe with the through the eyes of Hollywood maybe it's a little bit different but I know in the in the in the world of sports where you have to identify coach lead young black men that this this is very much relevant I don't, I don't know why it uh, it destroyed Kramer's movie career but not Mark Wahlberg's I have no clue I'd be interested to hear somebody's theory on that actually but, uh, you know, in the case of sport, where your job is literally to identify with a black young male, this really makes that tough. And it's more than representing just himself, like we said. He's representing the entire football program. Uh, generally, an actor in Hollywood is uh, 
rather uh, egocentric. We've been letting rock stars and actors get away with that horrent behavior for decades, and I don't know why we do that, but we do. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know how anybody are you getting uh, are you getting a nasty response for what No, you, said? you know what I wouldn't say it's nasty actually. I, I'd say it's pretty productive. I mean, mm. well, let's see let's go to Alan. Alan says I'm very conflicted. He's clearly remorseful, which I agree with you Alan and mm-hmm. I believe it. And he says and I believe he's not a racist. I don't either. Uh, Alan goes on, but the reports implied that the text wasn't uh, his only use of the word. How does one come to believe using that word is okay? Right? And we had uh, Ryan Lacey on with DJ and PK, who relayed his own account. We've, uh, I remember Cram Ronnie's great piece. Others have felt uncomfortable. But again, you know, whether that's intentional or not, uh, like all those things, it just doesn't matter, unfortunately. Or it does, and Utah's going to find out how much it matters. Don't tell me that recruiting's hard anyway, so this is just going to be, you know, we're, we're used to doing this anyway. I mean, this is a different world. No, I don't think that's the way it was being used. Uh, I think the suggestion there was that they already have to dispel these myths, and but now they have one more thing they're going to have to address. There's If you impress in your presentation, there's always the but. We have to explain this. And it's just one more thing. And sometimes in these recruiting battles – one little thing can make a big difference, especially one where the sensitivity has is at a place where I don't think there's much room for error there. Yeah, well, I, this is this is. I mean, these are just really tough. These are really tough discussions, and the the negative recruiting, you know, that's that's certainly going to be that's going to be a thing. And I don't know, you know, you say I don't know if it's going to cost them recruits. It's going to cost them recruits. It is. Because every other school in the Pac-12, if they're going for a Southern California kid and USC or whoever else is going up against them, I mean, it's going to get brought up. Yeah. And so then you have to defend it. And whether that uh, young person, um, you know, can uh, embrace that explanation or not, not everybody is. Not everybody is. Well said. All right, we've got a Mountain America market update coming up next. I haven't seen the market news today. Let's hope it's more uplifting than. I was, it was okay yesterday. Well, let's 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 hope it's our good news today. Austin shaking his head. Oh, great. I don't know. <laughs> okay, I'm just guessing. <laughs> that based on how today's how gone, good, that, yeah, how yesterday. the year has been. Okay. So. Yeah, what do you mean? It's been on the upswing over the last month. Yeah. Well, one is up, upping from zero. So you're right. Mountain America market update next, 97.5 and 1280 of the zone. Big show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 of the zone. Time for another Mountain America market update. Let's get out of the zone phone. Joining us now from Mountain America Investment Services, he is Sid Soria with us here on the big show. Sid, how are you? Good. How are you guys doing? We're doing great. So tell us about those markets. Hopefully some good news. Yeah, uh, kind of makes day to day. Dow was down a little bit, but the broad market was up. Uh, S&P up about uh, 0.5% today or 15 points. And the NASDAQ up about 95 points today, which is about 1%. Um, and uh, overall, flat day in the market. So not much news, probably a good thing these days. So uh, given all of that, uh, what's your advice? Yeah, I thought I'd spend a little time giving advice on financial plans. 
Um, I've been doing this now for about 20 years, and studies have shown that about one in four Americans uh, have a written financial plan. And so I often get asked what I think about the markets, and what I usually say is, what does your financial plan say? Uh, what's your goals? How, how long-term is, is your, your retirement asset? So um, one great way to not worry about the day-to-day gyrations of the market is to put together a financial plan, um, know what your goals are, know what expected returns should be, uh, and know how much risk you need to take. Uh, and in the long term, you'll, you'll usually make better financial decisions, and that's been proven empirically. So uh, either work with an advisor or use some resources you might have on your 401k plan, uh, but t- take some time to put together a financial plan. It'll be worth it in the end. Sid, we appreciate it. As always, thanks, man. Thank you. Sid Soria from Mountain America Investment Services, and that is another Mountain America Market Update. The investment products sold through LPL Financial are not insured Mountain America Credit Union deposits and are not NCUA insured. These products are not obligations of the credit union and are not endorsed, recommended, or guaranteed by Mountain America or any government agency. The value of the investment may fluctuate. The return on the investment is not guaranteed, and loss of principal is possible. Gordon, let's uh, let's let's get to some good news coming up next, shall we? Or at least some some different news. Let's hear okay. from Mike Conley in his press conference today, and uh, a bunch of stuff stood out to me about what Mike had to say, but uh, particularly his personal situation involving his uh, his pregnant wife going into this uh, this bubble thing in Orlando. Man, we can all we can all empathize with this one a little bit. Uh, we'll get to it all coming up next. Stay tuned. 97.5 and twelve eighty the zone.